I'm a big uh, Mookie Betts guy. I don't know if that's a weird take, but I kind of like Mookie Betts. I don't know anyone that doesn't like Mookie or d- He's dislikes like one Mookie of the Betts. nicest dudes in the Major yeah. League Baseball. That's, that might be the most lukewarm <laughs> take you've ever had. Yep. Cause we're way too high for you. Tripping like we got too much on. Gonna thank our love for us. Cause we stay in the night long. Yo, we walk in the club. You better believe we know what's up. Got these girls a little trend. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another rendition of the Bros and the Berg podcast. We appreciate you joining us wherever you're getting your podcast. If it's the first time you're tuning in, my name is Ryan Doyle. I'm joined by my co-host, Robbie Bergstone, in the salmon shirt and backwards hat. And we are here and wrangled by our executive producer, the one who makes this podcast work, Connor Doyle, in the prison lighting room that you see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the other side back, back on that college dorm yeah college hits uh, grind different. so yeah yeah easy well connor we got a uh action-packed schedule today i don't think i've ever seen the podcast notes this long so you know what are, what are we getting what are we diving in deep first today uh i've heard a report that robbie burkstone has come prepared with multiple segments today uh, and he wants to wow. start off with one of these segments and i believe it, it is trivia related uh so we're going to swing it over to robbie so, what so for those of you for, for a little bit of context here, um, it's 8.22 a.m. on the East Coast, which means for Connor, it is 7.22 on a beautiful Saturday morning in the month of August. Um, the air so is our bra- crisp. Our brains are going to be firing on this one. So oh, yeah. for context, I did trivia this week. And if I start going to trivia weekly, I'm going to start taking the sports questions and bringing them back to these guys. So they have to see if they can get them right. Um, Fair. I will throw out there that I got two out of three right. I did not get the first one right. I did get the second two right. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But we're going to get started with the first question. Um, The first question was, what uh, well-renowned manager is the godfather of Mike Piazza's brother, Tom? That's hysterical. It was really funny. And like, everyone's looking at me like, you have a sports podcast. No, the fucking answer. I'm like, I I can name like no baseball managers, man. Like not like almost none. I'm gonna go with Ron Washington. It's not Ron Washington. It's not uh, a bad so, guess, though. But I but I used a uh, a manager in baseball, so that's a yeah. That's you a did. That's a, that's a good call. <laughs> is it Bobby Cox? This is not Bobby Cox. That is another manager in baseball. Sorry, Connor. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you guys will know his name. It's uh, Tommy Lasorda. Oh yeah. Okay. I have yep. heard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it was I couldn't. You could have given me fifty eight. Guess that I never would have gotten it. So. You could have held a gun to my fucking head. I would have started naming NBA players before I started naming more baseball players. Um, so this was a multi-part question, but they gave us four teams, and all of their mascots start with an S. They're all colleges. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Florida State. Yeah. Seminoles. Seminoles. Oh, are we just, so we're just naming the mascot? Yeah, yeah oh, just okay. say the mascot. They all start with an S. Um, yeah. Rutgers. Spartans. No, right? Oh, no, it's, that's, it's Michigan that's, State. Sorry, um, it might be, an, and might be another one. Um, holy crap! What is it? Yeah, it's I don't Scarlet, the Scarlet Knights. That's right. Yes, right? there you go. That's there you right. go. Sorry, right. I was like, I had something to do with a knight. Yeah, type I can't shit. remember. The Scarlet Knights. Um, Richmond. Spiders. Yep. Nice, right? Yeah, right. Southern Scarlet. Illinois. Um, um, my brain's not working. 
This one's the Huskies, isn't it? But like, what's the? Um... But there's a different name for them. Yeah, I know. Is it like snow something? I don't. I don't no. know if I even know it. It's a. I think. Uh... I believe. Actually, I'm not gonna say that because I'm not sure that it's true. Keep going, Ryan. But it's something. Ryan says something like the Huskies. No, it is. It is the Huskies. The picture is like a Husky, but they they're using oh. a different word for it. I like. I, said, I want to say it's like a Native American word for a Husky, oh. or a different breed or something. So, mm. Mm. This could be tough. I don't think I can pull this one out. It's the Salukis. Uh, nope. Salukis. Wouldn't have pulled that out. I, I got it right, but man, did I spell it wrong. Like, holy <laughs> shit, I was so far away from spelling that correctly. Yeah. Um. Okay, so last question. If you took the top 10 all-time and combined NBA and ABA points, and you removed their ABA points, who is the only player that would drop out of the top 10? Okay, Ryan, let's go through this list. I mean, LeBron's on top. He wouldn't drop out, obviously. Kareem. Uh, Kareem would not no. drop out. No. Um, I, Malone, I don't. Huh? No, Malone wouldn't. Malone was like top five, no. four. Um, Dirk wouldn't. Dirk six or seven. Yeah, Dirk wouldn't. Who's at the bottom? It. Oh, someone's at ten. It's Wilt. Think, think about who played in the ABA. Yeah, I always forget it was like the NFC and AFC. Like in my mind, for some reason, I think it's like a completely separate like league. Well, it, it was, but like yeah. they eventually merged into the yeah, NBA. yeah. This guy was like the poster child for the ABA. Irving? Was he in the top 10? No, Julius Irving? Dr. J. Yep. I, I always, where, where does he rank on the top 10? That I don't know. He's, He's got to be pretty like low. 10. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, also I mean, wonder if it's one of those things if we think, like the list that we think of is just NBA points, and this one was talking about NBA plus ABA, which changes yeah. the top 10 list. Which oh, true. Awesome. Yeah, true. Oh yeah, he doesn't even pop up in the top fifty on the NBA's website. That's crazy. So it that is combined. Scored in the ABA, yeah. Oh well, see, and that makes sense. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. That was that was my trivia this week. Like I said, I, I that middle question, I knew all of them immediately. I just can't spell, so I didn't. I didn't spell <laughs> Salukis, but we nailed. Dude, it. I don't know if I've ever heard of that last one, which is kind of crazy. I have, but I wouldn't have been able to get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so uh, thank you. Segment to wake our brains up. There you go, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure Ryan loved it. Look at him. He's, he's so happy. Uh, thank you, Robert, for that. We're going to move on into some of our headlines. Uh, we have a, a ton of football, obviously, because football is up, up and uh, ramping up. But we're going to start with some basketball headlines currently. So we're going to start with the NBA here. Uh, the NBA announced this past Tuesday that it has fined 76er star James Harden $100,000 after his recent comments, which in part referred to franchise president Daryl Morey as a liar. The league last week launched an inquiry into the circumstances around Harden's comments on August 14th and 17th, with the which the NBA said indicated he would not perform the services called for under his player contract unless traded to another team. An important thing to note here, Daryl Morey was also the guy that was at the helm uh, whenever Harden was in Houston. Um, so obviously, Morey probably said something, speculatively, Morey probably said something about getting Harden a trade, uh, obviously didn't live up to that in, in recent times. Um, but yeah, I did. Did you guys see this video? It's a bit of a dumpster fire, man. It's yeah. really, yeah. really quite that simple. There's a you got a guy who doesn't want to play, obviously, for that team, and you got a team that uh, hasn't been able to do shit. And kind but of you have a team that will do even less shit if Harden's yeah. not there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is true. So uh, we'll see if if Maury, um ends up. Putting him, I mean, Harden might, I guess, sit out. Like, I don't, I don't know what the, the situation may be with that, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, I have no idea. And 
honestly, James Harden probably doesn't know at this point either. He's probably too busy yeah. enjoying his offseason, you know, at the strip clubs. So he's got he's got bigger fish to fry at the moment. But like the Sixers don't have any like like they don't have any um ability to like get anything for this trade. They everyone knows Harden wants out. Like what what are the Sixers gonna get? Like a second round pick? Like And like and like Harden's still a solid player, but he's not the James Harden he was like five or six years ago either. No. Like he's not commanding top ten compensation coming back so nope yeah we will see uh moving on here the new york knicks on monday sued the toronto raptors members of the raptors organization and a former knicks employee whom they allegedly illegally procured and then disclosed proprietary information to their atlantic division rival according to a copy of the lawsuit which was filed in the u.s district court in manhattan and was obtained by espn oh i can't say that name the knicks state that oh uh a catch wait hold on Akechuku um, Azatom, who worked for the Knicks from I think you nailed that. I think you nailed that. <laughs> who worked from the Knicks from 2020 to 2023, sent the Raptors thousands of confidential files, including play frequency reports, a prep book for the 2022-2023 season, video scouting files, opposition research, and more after the team began recruiting him to join their organization in summer 2023. So essentially, NBA insider trading happening. <laughs> Um, kind of interesting. Why, why are you so worried about the Knicks that you're getting insider <laughs> information on the Knicks? That was my first reaction. Like, this is the team that you choose to be worried about? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw like an NBA team suing another NBA team. It was just no, that's wild. interesting. Yeah, this is a total Patriots move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you remember like Wake Forest and Louisville a couple years ago? They're like. Yeah. They stole each other, like what I think Louisville stole Wake's plays or something like that. Yep. Interesting. Uh, uh, I don't care. Who cares? Um, <laughs> both the teams suck. Yeah. And interesting move there from the Knicks. <clears throat> or the, excuse me, I guess the Raptors. I don't know. The Raptors. Uh, uh, moving on here. Milwaukee Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo said he does not plan to sign a contract extension when he becomes eligible next month and that he won't sign one until he's comfortable knowing the organization will continue to compete for a championship. In an interview with the New York Times published Thursday, the two-time MVP said numbers-wise it doesn't make sense, adding that the organization still has something to prove before he potentially signs an extension next summer. So could um, potentially be a hot free agent on the market yeah, if Giannis doesn't decide to stay in Milwaukee. Let me translate this for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. The NBA is going to raise the salary cap again, and I'm going to make more money if I wait to sign my extension. That's yeah. that's what Correct. that comes down to. So. Very fair. But, um, he, but, but he's I, also probably not wrong, right? He yeah, wants yeah. to see if the Bucks. You know, that's a better way of like saving face. He's like, oh, I want to compete for a championship, and and if sure. he somehow does become a free agent, right? He any team that has cap room will be interested in signing him. I mean, like it's really that simple. It's funny, interesting come, that come he's, to Dallas. I just find it interesting that he says that, but they were the number one seed in the East last year, right? Like, yep. they, like granted, they retained Miami had, their entire team. Yeah, Miami had a Cinderella run, but like, I don't, I don't know why you've all of a sudden lost faith after you were just the number one seed and you have a championship just from two years ago so it's kind of it was I, interesting i guess you could think like they've never gotten him a true like second superstar like drew holiday and chris middleton are good mm. but they don't have like they, he's never had like a true like second superstar to play along so Middleton's about as good of, of a number two as you can get without him being <clears throat> a star i would sure. say yep yeah i mean like, he's right in the next echelon um yeah, but it, yeah, it's just interesting. I, I think Robbie, because to your, I mean, to that point, they still want a championship <laughs> with that yes. same team. Yes, like, this been is the same very team true. for like three years. Um, so yeah, moving on to the last headline, uh, just a quick one: the Los Angeles Lakers will unveil a statue of Kobe Bryant outside their downtown arena on February eighth. 
Um, so very cool there. Obviously, a lot of Kobe things happening between him being the cover athlete of 2K24 and obviously now this. Uh, they this all, they also announced this on Mamba Day. So Valid. Oh, yeah, 24 Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard that they're trying to get that to become a national holiday. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Do I, They should. I don't know. Yeah. Give me, give me one get, good like, reason why it shouldn't be. I should get Mamba off Day off. off. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Celtics fans punching air. Clippers <laughs> fans, too. Just don't make them happy. Yeah. It's Don't like care. a. What if Kobe Day was or Mama Day was like a religious like exception? Like you know, if if I'm a really big Kobe fan, then I get that day off. Yeah, that's a good call. Man. <laughs> like a Kobe beat writer, like you're a LeBron yeah, yeah. beat writer. Damn it! All right, we get that joke in every podcast. It's every not going away. I don't even think he's the goat. <laughs> Less sugar plum. Yeah, we're gonna move on to the NFL now. We're talking about some football. Uh, so a big one here to start off could honestly be the be the title of the podcast. The competition to be the San Francisco 49ers backup quarterback uh, did finish. The 49ers decided to roll out Sam Darnold as their number two pick, and he beat out Trey Lance. And then reportedly yesterday, the 49ers traded a former number three overall draft pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is sending a 2024 fourth round draft pick back to San Francisco. Um, being a Cowboys fan, I actually like this move. I was, I'm just I'm just whelmed. Yeah, I mean, I, you're getting a guy who's viewed as a top five talent yeah. for a fourth round pick. That's what I'm saying. And he, yeah. I mean, he never really had proper time to develop. I think under Dak, he actually will get some proper time to develop, at least for one, two seasons. And I, I think that he actually might end up being good. I the, the concerns on him since he's got in the NFL have been much less like, is he a good football player versus like, can mm-hmm. he actually command an offense? Yeah. And, like, can he step up and like lead an all? It's like. No, your quarterback is be as good at playing football as they want. But like they are the leader of the offense at the end of the day, and they have to be able to step yeah. up. And there have been concerns about that with him during his time in San Francisco. So that'll that'll be the question. Do you think this move puts Dak on the hot seat at all? Being like, uh oh, like they're bringing I, in a new kid to like. Yeah, I mean, I think we do. Dak was gonna have to go on the hot seat here fairly soon. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, especially if they don't make a run this year, Dak is firmly on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. it's hot. Um, <laughs> so but. so just just to, just to read through some of this a lot of the a lot of the quote-unquote experts are saying this might be the worst trade-up of all time oh for yes the team. um so he played eight game he played eight games for the niners he was by a top five pick for his debut team in the common draft era which is since 1967 Whoa. heavens uh, the Niners made back-to-back conference championship games, which is wild for actually blowing this trade. Yeah. It's it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Um, so the three picks that the Dolphins got, they used for first they used for Jalen Waddle. They mm-hmm. traded in the trade for Tyreek and mm-hmm. uh, Bradley Chubb. Yep. And then so the Niners traded number twelve for Lance in twenty twenty one. The number twelve pick was Micah Parsons. The ten picks after Lance were Kyle always, Pitts, yep. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Panay Sewell, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan. Devontae Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons, and Rashawn Slater. Six are already Pro Bowls. Pro Bowlers. That is an insane draft class. Yeah. Like overall. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, I, I saw that. The, I saw a list the other day of like people that were drafted after Trey Lance, and it was like, oh my God. Just just yeah. the fact that you like the yeah, obviously there are other things attached to the Bradley Chubb and right. Tyreek Hill trades, but you don't say, yeah, those three points became those two guys and Jalen Waddle. Like, yep. Come on. Yeah. And, and people say, like, if you drafted better, like the Niners are Super Bowl champions. I, I like, mean, let's not forget that, you know, a week ago, the two of you still picked them yeah, to go to yeah. the Super Bowl, despite them absolutely right. throwing this trade. It's it's insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as, as, looking at it from a Cowboys fan, right, you're, blowing, you're giving away a fourth round pick for a guy that 
obviously like people thought had talent. I'm fine with that. I mean, mm-hmm. just sit and see. Obviously, it's a culture thing too. Like mm-hmm. you don't just it didn't cost the Niners necessarily anything to like keep him on the roster as a third string quarterback. But obviously, he doesn't want to be there, and mm-hmm. like the coaches don't yeah. want to play with him so it's like okay we, we just gotta end this experiment if, instead of trying to like kick it down the road if trey lance like ends up not panning out that's just like the death of all future north Dakota state quarterbacks because so far we've had him and carson wentz and wentz had one good year come on right come on one good year and that was hey. it so um it's gonna be it's gonna be like a ohio state quarterback same idea you know they can't actually get it done in the nfl north they Dakota State's right there with them yep um, so we're going to move on from that headline and the next one here, Seattle Seahawks rookie wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigbo will have surgery to repair a broken bone in his wrist, but could still be ready for the start of the regular season. The Seahawks will determine how long uh, he'll be sidelined based on the results of the surgery, which will, will be performed Tuesday in Philadelphia. Uh, so obviously a bad beat here. He injured his uh, wrist in one of the preseason games, um, but apparently not shouldn't be super serious surgery should be relatively uncomplicated uh so hopefully we see him especially because he's on uh, my fantasy team i was gonna ask if you guys had him <laughs> sick yeah so uh we'll, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> we'll see what happens there um moving on to the next one this is uh this will be a fun one to talk about baker mayfield has officially been listed as tampa Bay's <laughs> starting quarterback <laughs> let him let him cook <laughs> Over Kyle Trask, finally beating him uh, out in that quarterback battle. Uh, what, what yeah, I got a Baker, Baker jersey. I got. I got. I should put on the Baker jersey for the podcast. Um, I, I, Connor, I wouldn't call that a quarterback battle. It's more of a quarterback shit throwing contest, and no, see which one had a little bit more stick. Um, uh-huh. But That's yeah, you know, good. Good for Baker. He's going to lead them to probably like four wins this year. <laughs> that Bucks seems fucking. Awful. Gonna be it's sad. really bad. That team it's really, is really bad. bad. They are by far the basement in an already like. Meh division and in the worst division in football, bro. They still don't have the worst odds. Like they're still above the Texans and the Cardinals. And I'm like, dude, the Tampa Bay is awful. Like it's just because the division's so bad. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they and to be fair, they're receiving like they still have Godwin and Evans. Like their receiving core is still good, but like it's but like there's they're they're starting Baker. Their defense is old. Yeah, their defense. Yeah, yeah. it's a wash defense at this point. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But yeah, the division is just pretty bad too. Uh, so, how, uh, so on this Baker topic, how long do we go until teams stop giving Baker a chance? After I mean, where, where, where's is this? Is this the last I think, one? I think he's no. I is think it? he still gets one more. I think he gets no one more. way. He's number no one overall way. pick. He still gets one more. No, he doesn't. This is the last one because he's, I like. I think the only one that counts is the Panthers because the Rams only picked him up because they literally didn't have any other quarterback right, options. Yeah. So like that wasn't really their choice. That was just out of necessity. So this is this is number two, third times the charm, and then he's done. Bro, teams just saw that it took him a full camp to beat out Kyle Trask hey, in a in a I quarterback clear, battle. Clearly, you did not watch Kyle Trask enough in Florida. <laughs> That man could fall. <laughs> okay, in college, it's, it's not college anymore. Uh, no, um, uh, you defending him there. He sucked in college. I thought he was way overrated in college. No um, SEC yeah. fan knew what no, the fuck what see, he was doing. See, here's the thing, though. Like, you no, know, him and Kyle Pitts were together in college. And when Kyle Pitts had Kyle That's Trask right. as his quarterback, he cooked. And now he is cooked. So <laughs> there's a Damn. correlation there. Hard hitting news right here. <laughs> just just but, trade Pitts to Tampa. We'll see what happens there. Just that'd be crazy. Or just trade Trash. Throw to, the ball to Kyle Pitts. Sorry, that's my dynasty team talking. <laughs> that, dude, last season was so. I have him now on one of my teams, so I, I also hope that happens. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Why would um, you do that to yourself? I don't know. Moving on here, All Pro running back Jonathan Taylor 
has been granted permission by the Indianapolis Colts to seek a trade, uh, but the Colts will be seeking significant trade compensation for Taylor. The team is looking for a first-round draft pick or a collection of picks that equates to one. The Indianapolis Colts have given Taylor until Tuesday to find a suitable trade after authorizing the star running back earlier this week to engage with other teams in search of a trade partner. So it's a, pr- a pretty tight deadline to get, <laughs> to get himself a he's trade. He's not going to find a damn I soul. Think it's just yeah, not going to happen. Agreed. I mean, I, I don't think that like a first-rounder is asking – too much i know like i honestly it, it don't is have the it is in the current running back market yeah yeah i, I see that but i, I, mean, I would i okay you say that but also we saw two first round backs go off the board like, but you don't have to year. pay them as much oh yeah i actually I had no idea what taylor's contract situation is I it's like know. one one year 10 or 11 is he on is he franchise tag he's still on his he just got on his rookie deal so Bijan's contract, for reference to a first-round running back, signed a four-year contract worth basically 22 mil, which I am guarantee you Taylor is asking for way more than that in his contract extension. Mm, Taylor, Me yeah. starting Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs in a league. <laughs> I'm in danger. Oh, you, you, you did what? <laughs> they were good value, man. I thought they would have signed by now. <laughs> I mean, my, t- my guy's got yeah. crazy value. He's got Kareem Hudson down there on the bench too. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So Good start uh, for the fellas. I mean, I agree with with Robbie here. I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. But even if that's the case, he will at least play this year uh, with Indianapolis. He's on the contract for this year, so his we'll ankle see. is going to get hurt again. So <laughs> he said he was he, fine. He might take a dive, dude. There's a he very might, good chance he that he just dive, dives right? by week three. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's possible, I guess. Philadelphia Eagles linebacker Miles Jack informed the team he is retiring. Uh, Jack, 27, signed a one-year deal with Philadelphia on August 6th. He received first-team reps on his first day of practice, but had a relatively quiet training camp and had fallen down the depth chart in recent days. Um, obviously, pr- pretty young guy here. He had a few good years. Um, but yeah, he, he got his money and, and wants out, and so I, I respect it. Um, in that same vein, New York Jets wide receiver Corey Davis, uh, who had been excused from team activities for the last uh, 10 days, announced Wednesday he is stepping away from football. Uh, so he's retiring for the time being. I think he I saw something in, in like six years or something. He made like 50 something million dollars. So, you know, and, and he's done. So I completely respect it. Uh, get your money and get out before you get the CTE. I mean, that's how that's how football works nowadays. Yep. And that's that's how it should work. Players should not be getting CTE. So um, that's awesome. Good call, Connor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and then this one is just holy crap. Um, Jerry Judy was carted off the practice field with a right hamstring injury and will reportedly miss at least a few weeks. So Russell Wilson. Is, is it a Judy season, yeah. Rob? Didn't you say shout, that? Shout, shout out my dynasty team. Uh. <laughs> Dude, who do the Broncos have as a pass catcher? Did, can they, they, they bring, can they they bring back Akeem Tlaib? They, they, they still have KJ Hamler, right? Did he get hurt? No, he got hurt. Did Sutton Patrick the get only hurt? one left. Oh, yeah. yeah. Patrick Sutton the first is the one. only one left. Sutton, that's the one that fought. That's right. <laughs> Wilson has only Sutton. It's so that bad. Looks good for Javante Williams until they yeah, stack eight Javante in the box. Williams. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be like, yo, I'm still hurt. I can't come back yet. Not until these receivers come back. Holy crap, dude! It's like a curse on the Denver I, receivers. I am very curious who they're. I'm, I was I was right doing now. the same thing. It's, I mean, Sutton's the number one, obviously. I don't, I don't even know who the number two and number three are. Um, until, yeah, who's their tight end? Kendall Hint, Hinton. Yeah, that's the guy that played quarterback for them that one time. Oh, yeah, 
Cortland Sutton, um, Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims. Marvin yeah. Mims. He's from OU. Greg, we know Greg Dulick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marquez Callaway's back there. They have, they have a little Humphrey. They have Humphrey? That's interesting. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Marvin Mims uh, is from OU. He cooked us a few times. He's pretty good, actually. So we'll see if he's any good on – I mean <laughs> – Russ has got to cook, right? They, they got some he, names that we recognize. So they're like, old. <laughs> Mar- Marvin Mims is going to have some good value in these first few weeks as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. He might cook. He he might he may cook. There's a chance he's going to cook. Um. So yeah, I mean that is the last headline. But I actually the Super that sucks Bowl for are, Judy. God. Yeah, I, I think I thought he's going to have a good year. Yeah, hundred percent. Should I should have traded him? Should have traded him. Um, so yeah, that, that's it for headlines. The Super Bowl odds, though, have been um, posted, and we're going to go through a few of those uh, quickly here. I'm going to give you some of the notable ones. As I stated earlier, the Arizona Cardinals and Houston Texans are tied for the worst Woo! odds at plus 20000 So if you bet $10, you win $2,010 in total. Um, so if you want a value pick, go with the Texans. You know, that was Cardinals. They're not winning a game. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs are, are atop the list, um, and the Philadelphia Eagles are right behind the Chiefs at plus 600, the Eagles at plus 650, and then a little bit of a drop-off to the Bills at plus 900. Um, to the go the with- Titans are plus 8,000, and they had the second-best odds to win their division, so just let that, just let that sit. <laughs> Marinate. Um, in terms of our Super Bowl picks, the 49ers are right there um, in fourth place at plus 1,000. Robbie's Minnesota Vikings are at plus thirty five hundred, so we'll see. Value, if we great value, value. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, the Detroit Lions, who everyone seems to be high on, are at the plus twenty two hundred mark. Um, we really got delusional Cowboys fans at plus fourteen hundred. Yeah, that's what crazy. Doing? What are we? Do? Who who's winning? Ooh, the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, stop yeah, it. That's Get some help. Yeah, it's uh, it's awful, but yeah. So some interesting Super Bowl odds there. Um, so if you want to go check those out, go check those out. Those have been posted. Uh, or, or Robbie's Carolina Panthers at plus eight thousand. That's the last one. Will it? Will yeah, we're 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 in it. We're in it to win yeah, it. Yeah. Yo, Bryce looked great last night though. First preseason game, yeah. he's actually looked good in. It was great. Um, we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> most um, sane Panthers fan. <laughs> Gentlemen, we are going to do a little blind ranking exercise. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> Not I after pre-made, last time. I pre-made these lists. Uh, hopefully, they will be a little more fair. Um, we're going to... Robbie, did I come to you first made. last time? <laughs> who, who did I go to first last time? I'm trying Ryan, to, uh, you went to me first. Yeah, to yeah, okay, we'll go to Ryan first this time. All right, let's go. Ryan, yours is going to be NFL wide receivers. So Excellent. here's the first name. Five names. Number one is Keenan Allen. This is just based off the current upcoming season where we where we think this man's going to land. Yep. As a receiver, just as a Actually, NFL wide based receiver. On, based on how handsome you think they are. <laughs> on one, then. God, he's so good looking. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go Keenan Allen at three. Okay. Uh, number two here, you have Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley at two. Oh, that's a, that's a good take. I like that. Uh, number three here, you have Devontae Adams. Fuck me sideways. Yeah, you better hope there's no one else good on this. <laughs> We're going Devontae number one. You just uh, have to. You just, I mean, I can't put him at four. Justin number, Jefferson. <laughs> number, number four, you have DK Metcalf. Oh, okay. Four. I mean, he and Allen are probably relatively interchangeable, I'd say. Number five, you have Justin Jefferson. <laughs> 
I knew, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Pain and suffering. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? You gotta put it in five. Get, get good, yeah. Congratulations. You have Justin Jefferson in five. I didn't think you would put Ridley at two. Kind of I've been meat writing no, Ridley yeah. you the entire offseason. Yeah, 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 you hikey set him up for that, actually, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> I just I got, got trolled. That's the one that makes he's good. All right, Robbie, you ready? Yeah, I, probably right. not, but it, you have, yeah. You have NFL quarterbacks. Okay. All right. First name, Justin Herbert. He's doing the same thing again. <laughs> I, 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 think I'm, I think I'm getting set up. I think all these quarterbacks are going to be related to the wide receivers he just gave you. Yeah. Mm. We'll see if there's a pattern. Put him at three, see what happens. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go three. Okay. Uh, second name on the list: Justin Fields. We can't put him four at two. and five. I mean, two, <laughs> four and five. Yeah, it's not even a debate. Huck him down there at five. We're gonna go five. Yeah, we're gonna go five. <laughs> I have no faith in him as a passer, <laughs> as a person. Their name Jared Go- Jared Goff. Four. Yeah, I like that take. Right, I, right. I actually stand mm. behind that take. Um, fourth name, Joe Burrow. One or two. I'm so nervous about who the last one's going to be. <laughs> so nervous. He Put him at two. He, he's got, like, fucking somebody. He's got Mahomes queued up at one. We'll go We'll go two. I agree with that. Uh, last name on the list is Kenny Pickett. Okay, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn it. One, one. I'm okay with that. Y'all, that's a great take. For yeah, me. y'all can't predict me. <laughs> and he Pickett's one just because of George Pickens. That's it. Max. Hey, Pickett was he's, fine last season. He was. He was. Pickens is gonna be so fucking good this year. Fine. He he he, he kind of got rolled a little bit. Dude, he, he, that he played, he What is he supposed to do? He played like, football last year. That's for yeah, sure. Took some, took some snaps. Um, gentlemen, do we want to talk at all? Obviously, we had two fantasy drafts. Uh, do we want to talk at all yeah. about uh, about our teams and and how they're looking? Like the the twelve man league that we're in. I'm in so kinda, many leagues. This is really upsetting. Because I kind of like my team. If I'm being completely honest, I have some in, guys that oh, in in one of my work leagues, uh, we're playing with punters. That's hysterical. It's, I, it's, a, 16, hard, it's a sixteen team league. Yeah, it's gross. And we're playing with punters. So, like, inside of 20, like, how long the punts yeah, yeah, yeah. are. Like, it's actually kind of exciting. I'm, like, doing research on fucking punters. <laughs> J.K. <laughs> Scott, baby. He's still, he's still in Green Bay, right? That's who I'm targeting. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. I, I'm going to go through my team here. Um, I, I will say I like my first five guys. And then there's a, it's, it's a pretty there's bad a, drop I was just looking at your team. There's quite a drop off. Um, but, I, but I have Trevor Lawrence as my QB. Obviously, Ryan is super, super high on, on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I have Nick. Nick Chubb, I'm super high on on Nick Chubb. Uh, I have Najee Harris. Guy. I have Najee Harris. Ryan is super high on on Najee Harris this upcoming season. I have Devonte Adams, who has been one the one, two, and three receiver in the past three seasons. So you know, Keenan Allen, who will always get you twelve to fifteen points until he's um, hurt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kyle Pitts. Um, I can't believe you did that to yourself. That's crazy. Um, Jordan season is suffering. Jordan Addison could be fine. I mean, Jettis is going to get double teamed like a mofo this year, so he could end up taking targets. But obviously, Hawkinson's there too, so we'll see. Um, <clears throat> Michael Thomas, yeah, you really, you really picked Slant Man. Like Third, that, no, we weren't going to do in a row. He's going to do it. He's going <laughs> to do it. I believe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's my team. I it, it's pretty decent. Obviously, there there are some lacking points like tight end, and I could use another decent flex. I mean, I I have Khalil Herbert on the bench, so if he ends up being Chicago's like, yeah, 
main starting running back, I, I might put him in there. And I have some receivers with upside. I have DJ Chark on my bench. Uh, Rob, yeah, Robbie yeah. Was, Connor is, fucking yoink DJ Chark. I sent him a very angry <laughs> sleeper message after I saw him make that pick. Although he's already hurt, so good shit on yeah, him. Actually. Um, so Robbie, do you want to go? Th- want to go through your team? Yeah, my team's gonna be in the Hall of Mid, um, but. <laughs> Here, here we go. Yeah. We're doing the uh, the 12-man PPR? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the redraft. Well. Uh, we got Tua Vailoa quarterback. Okay. Uh, yeah. We got Brees Hall as my RB1, so, oh, so maybe he'll get healthy. We'll be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kenneth Walker is my RB2. Speaking of needing to get healthy and get healthy <laughs> fast. Uh, we have Jalen Waddle to go with the Tua yeah. stack. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, who is the only receiver on the Texans with a pulse. So He's not um, on the Texans. Then, and then we have the man who's going to carry... Sorry, Titans. my bad. My bad. My bad. It's early. Um, he used to be on the Texans. The, the man who's going to carry my team, Travis Kelsey, at tight end. And oh, let God, me tell that, you, I've gotten some fucking awful trade offers for Travis oh, Kelsey from Carson. Carson's like, I need him for my stack because I have Mahomes. And he's sending me trades that involve Waller. I'm like, no. It's yeah. just, that's just not going to get the job done at all. A wet um, napkin and Darren Waller. <laughs> literally. Um, then we got DeAndre Swift in my first flex. We got I, the man, George Pickens, in my second dude, flex. The Eagles just have so many running backs. Yeah, I don't I know. know what they're gonna do. I think Swift is the clear one though. Yeah, like, I, 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 I think Swift I think Swift could be really good. I think he has the potential to be really good. I, I just think there's gonna be so many guys that eat in his carries. Continue though. But yeah. But yeah, that's that I mean that's that's my team. My bench is more more mid. Um, Robbie, your team's really mid. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking. <laughs> I, I got. I'm hope. I like Kadarius Tony on the bench. I'm hoping like maybe he like actually takes a step forward. We got. We yeah. we took some. We took some dark throws on the bench. That team could end up being really bad if none of those. Things. Yeah. Very young uh, though. Very young true. team. Except for D Hop. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna move it so, over to to Ryan. Ryan, what you got? I got. I got a fantasy football team that I drafted. There are guys that play in the NFL that are in uh-huh. starting positions. Uh, yeah. For sure, yeah. So we're going to go from uh, bottom of the top. We're going to start with the defense. Mm. We got the Washington Commanders. Oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> that have a decent defense when they're not playing the Eagles D-line. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Good D-line. Well, those, that'll be kind of a rotating defense start. Now we have Antonio Gibson. Oh, at no. The, uh, at the flex. <laughs> Antonio Gibson tricking y'all, man. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> Uh, we have Tyler Lockett at the second flex. Okay. Um, right. you know, potentially could be wide receiver three in Seattle this year. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. stoked on. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard in uh, tight end, I think will have a, another great season. I, I, he's a top five yeah, tight yeah. end. Um, I literally said that. And when we did tight ends and you said no. No, but now it's hey. my fantasy team. So I, <laughs> I literally said that. I'm changing I'm bent. my narrative. I'm bent. <laughs> We got DJ Moore at uh, wide receiver two. Oh, Ryan, your team <laughs> is awful. We got we got Drake London at wide receiver. Oh one. my god, god. Your what team is terrible. Wrong? Your running backs better be really good, or I'm going to be upset. Jonathan Taylor and Bijan. Okay. Robinson. Oh yeah, I like that. That's a gross sag. Yeah, that could be a gross and, sag. And uh, Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Ryan, the rest of your team is atrocious <laughs> for the top three guys. <laughs> And we got Bryce Rob, Young, uh, Saman J.P. Ryan, A.J. Yeah, Dillon. Uh, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Doesn't even oh, know what the guy's Miller. on his team. And, and Robbie's not even high on Bijan. <laughs> so it's like yeah, only Thielen, two guys for Thielen, Robbie. Thielen, Mooney, and Knox. Oh, Thielen. Yeah. 
Okay, I do. Bench. I have, right. to, I have to go back about what I said about the Kelsey trades. There was one trade that was decent. Let me let me read it to you guys. Let me okay. let me get your thought. I already declined it because I'm just not trading Kelsey. It's that yeah, valid. and that's why I told that's why I told Carson. But um, so I had to give up DeAndre Swift, mm. George Pickens, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, and Jalen Waddle. Holy crap! Yeah, and he Where wanted to give home? me Christian McCaffrey, yeah, Terry McLaurin, and Darren mm. Waller. No, no. Yeah, I said no. Yeah, that's the best. That was the best trade by far. It wasn't even close. That's crazy. Um, the other one he tried to offer me was George Pickens and Kelsey for Dobbins, McLaren, and Waller. What in the hell? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, call, call him out here live on the podcast. Yeah, he's getting he is getting called out. That's absurd. Absurd trading. I feel like my fantasy team is the best out of our three, if I'm being completely honest. You say that hey. now, and you're going to end up in last hey. place. So. Even though I have Michael Thomas, I believe. I believe. Um, so we are going to move on from that. We are going to get into some baseball. We are going to get into the MLB, and we are going to swing it over to our resident expert, uh, Ryan Ooh. Doyle. We are going to lead off with the MLB standings, and then we are going to go into some headlines. So, Ryan, uh, it is up to you to uh, lead the train. Dude, I'm so depressed. The Rangers have just fucking sucked. They've been horrid. I looked they at the standings the other day, and I'm like, fallen. when the fuck did the Mariners Dude, Shout out the Mariners. They're cooking. The Mariners are cooking. They are nuts since the All-Star break. I mean, it is all gas, no break for them. But we, we will get into the AL West. We're going to start mm-hmm. with potentially with the best division of baseball, and that's the AL East. Um don't worry, the Yankees are still in the basement. I know, <laughs> I know. Everyone's everyone's happy to see that. They're two and eight in their last ten. They're not even trying. In the last Literally. series with the Red Sox, they were getting booed because they were down eight zero in the third inning. I mean, it was That's just great. Pain. It was just great to see. So Orioles still leading this division. They're at eighty wins, forty eight losses. Um, well yeah, ahead much- of the AL home field race as well. Right, pretty much, pretty much a lock <laughs> for first seed. Um, you know they're only three games up on the Rays that are obviously dealing with a lot of shit that's going on in their own in, in their own team right now. Um, Blue Jays are seventy and fifty nine, ten and a half back. Um, you know, right in the thick of it for that wild card spot. Red Sox are also in the wild card division spot, um, and then the Yankees are like four games under five hundred. They suck. Mid. Um, remember, there is another division called the AL Central. Hey, they're Twins over five hundred. You have to talk about them. Twins are leading it. They're five games over 500, six and four in their last 10. They have like a 96% chance to make the playoffs. Nobody else is making the playoffs in this division. It's, it's quite that simple. You'll see the Minnesota Twins that just beat the Rangers 12 to 2 last night. I, I did so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the AL West, which uh, has, my, has my heart, which will be probably the most exciting division down the stretch here. Um, the Rangers and the uh, excuse me, the Rangers and the Mariners are both tied at seventy-two and fifty-six, with the Astros one game behind. Mm. It's uh, it, it's been a tale of two halves. The Rangers are two and eight their last ten. The Mariners are nine and one in their last ten. Uh, the three teams I mentioned all have seventy percent chance or better to make the playoffs. I mean, it's really it's really a crapshoot at this point. So that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Swinging over to the National League, Braves are the best team in baseball. Pretty much a lock for a playoff spot at this point at 83 and they, 44. Their magic number for the division is 22 games. Okay. Okay. Yep. We are, and they currently are, uh, what are they, 127 games in? So mm-hmm. we've got, we got about mm-hmm. 40 games left in the Major League Baseball uh, season. Phillies are uh, 13 and mm-hmm. a half behind at 70 and 58, right in the thick of it for a wild card spot as well. 
Um, then you got the Marlins, one game over 500, and then, you know, Nationals and Mets suck. The Nationals yeah, you are have to, you have to mention You have to mention that the Mets are in last place. The, the Mets division. are in the basement of the yep. division. Mm. Yep. Hysterical. Both New York teams are in the bottom of the division. I mean, it just, just warms my fucking heart. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is. Um, in the NL Central, we have the Brewers with a four-game lead over the Chicago Cubs. Reds are five back. Uh, then you got the Pirates. Cardinals having a rough season. Um, Brewers got 95% chance to make the playoffs. Cubs at 55. Uh, Reds with a little skimp, skimpy 23. So they're still fighting, but you know they, they've kind of, kind of fallen back. Uh, the Dodgers have really exploded. Um, in in terms of the division lead, they're seventy nine and forty eight. Got a twelve game lead over the Diamondbacks, but the Diamondbacks have also won their last nine of ten. So they they yeah. are gunning the Dodgers for a wild card right spot. Now. Yeah, Dodgers Dodgers and Diamondbacks are very very hot. Um, Dodgers pretty much have secured a playoff spot. Diamondbacks got a sixty one percent chance, and the Giants have actually been playing decent. They're four games over five hundred, and they have about a forty seven percent chance to clinch one of those last wild card spots that's your baseball picture gentlemen i'm a big uh, mookie betts guy i don't know if that's a weird take but i kind of like mookie betts i don't know anyone that doesn't like mookie or he's dislikes like one mookie of the betts. nicest dudes in the major yeah. league baseball well the funny thing is like a year ago and i didn't really know much about baseball i was like I, I liked how he played in the video game and i was like oh mookie's kind of a fun name i like and then i saw interviews i was like oh he's actually like a really cool dude so yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big mookie betts guy that's an actually that's, that might be the most lukewarm take you've ever had. <laughs> yep. You're you're a big big bets guy. Well, I thought people might hate him because he's on the Dodgers and like I don't know. I I didn't I didn't know the whole thing. I feel like that's the weird thing about the Dodgers, like you know they'd be hated, but they have him and Freddie Freeman, who are like I two don't like the most likable guys. Who don't like Freddie Freeman? What? Not a Freddie guy. I don't like he's, Freddie. Dude, he's Freddie's the, weird... the nicest guy. Yeah. He's he got is. one of the weirdest stances I've ever seen. I, I don't oh like him. <laughs> You're such a casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) This is is true. Correct. Um, So, yeah, we're going to go on to some MLB headlines here. Washington Nationals manager Dave Martinez has agreed to a multi-year contract extension with the club. He led to the 2019 World Series championship, which is still weird to me that the Nationals went to the World Series four years ago. Uh, The Nationals announced the deal Tuesday but did not disclose terms. Multiple media outlets reported that Martinez will sign a two-year extension through the 2025 season. The... I don't care. Like the most, <laughs> the most non-news news of all time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. I, I, speaking of the Nationals, I feel really bad for Steven Strasburg. Yep. Yeah, we'll get to him. He, he he might be the biggest like what if potentially mm-hmm. of of yeah. the, like the last twenty years for pitchers. But continue. We'll continue. Well, uh, we'll just go into that now. Washington Nationals pitcher Steven Strasburg has re- decided to retire, ending a career that began as a number one draft pick and included twenty nineteen World Series MVP honors. Uh, so that is what Ryan is talking about. The, the crazy thing is like when he when they won that World Series, he'd already come back from injury once, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt again, and now it's yep. just like, yeah. Uh, Moving on here, Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Wander Franco was placed on administrative leave by Major League Baseball on Tuesday amid multiple investigations into alleged relationships he had with underage girls in his native Dominican Republic. Um, And the reports are that there's a very good chance he never plays in the MLB again. Yeah. Is the initial feedback from the commissioner's office. We and uh, Robbie sent me some guy that posted his entire Wander Franco. Uh, baseball card rookie collection on Facebook. Trying Connor, to get it was bucks for it. it was an absurd collection, like a really, really good. Service. He spent Sucks. he spent tens of thousands of dollars to acquire yeah. those cards, and now that's, he's selling them for three hundred dollars on Facebook. 
Also, what real quick, I, I was trying to find this Strasburg stat. I'm sorry. Um, when he signed his $245 million seven-year contract back in December of 19, after they won or they were in the World Series, he's pitched 528 pitches since. Yep. Mm. Like, just absolutely derailed by those injuries. So, yeah. it's you feel bad for the Nationals, too. I mean, he was their dude, like, number one pick. He was the face, pretty much face of the franchise for mm-hmm. a little bit there. And it's just like, uh, it sucks. Anyways, continue. Uh, Shohei Otani has a tear in the ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow and will not pitch again this season. Um, he plans to keep hitting, however, throughout this season. So, dude, but on the precipice of the biggest contract in MLB history, and you get a UCL tear, like uh, that's awful. Sec- like, second, I, Tommy John. I know that's. So this yeah, is he, probably is he having Tommy John. It, yeah, he's, he has he to. Oh, okay. I think they said this well. Estimates will knock about 100 to 150 million off his contract. Jesus. Um, still MVP, though. Yes. He's still hitting. He's still hitting throughout the season. Um, there, there, are, there are concerns and, and thoughts that he will never be a starting pitcher again. I, I, he, would, he I will guess. come out of as like a, a bullpen or a bullpen. kind of guy. Yeah. I guess doing both at such an elite level, like that, it does take a toll on your body. Like doing a starting pitcher and doing the hitting that he does. Like, I mean, think of how much your and, your arms are being used. Like and in that, the UCL is one of those things. Like once you tear once, it's so easy to do it again. And yeah. and to be and to be honest, this kind of gets more into the like nitty gritty weeds of baseball. But the sport has evolved, honestly, for pitchers past where our bodies can necessarily necessarily handle those kinds of like yeah like wear and tear and even you like even going to where you know pit no you don't see pitchers doing complete games anymore right i mean mm-hmm. the, and the starts are you're starting once a week and they're taking all these precautions but you got the amount of explosive stress and strain that are put on these ligaments is mm-hmm. is crazy i mean you're it's- seeing like softball like un, like um in women's softball you can pitch two complete games because that movement is so much more natural mm-hmm. for like the arm we this, baseball is such an unnatural throwing motion, and it's just I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> there's a reason now that all these closers throw over 100 miles per hour. Like Aroldis Chapman physically cannot be a starting pitcher because he would throw his elbow out within like a month of the season. He just can't throw right. that many innings throwing that fast. Yeah. Um, to Ryan's point, you know, just the the body cannot hold up to that. So do you start putting a limit on how fast you can throw? I, I don't know. They think you kind of just have to manage their arms a little bit better, maybe expand the roster. Mm. Yeah, that, that's what people are saying. To try to reduce the pitcher injuries, I think you need more spots for pitchers. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So. Adam Jones will retire as a member of the Baltimore Orioles prior to a game against the visiting Tampa Bay Rays on September 15th, the team announced Friday. Jones, 38, spent 11 of his 14 Major League seasons with the Orioles and totaled uh, 1,800 hits, 263 homers, 866 RBIs, and 875 runs uh, in 1,600 games with the franchise. The five-time All-Star and four-time Golden Globe recipient uh, last played in the majors with the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2019 before competing in Japan for two seasons. Um, so congratulations to Adam Jones, and I hope he has a great retirement. One of those guys probably be in the Hall of Very Good. That's, I literally mm-hmm. was just about to say that. He, yep. He's probably in the Hall of Baltimore Orioles and Hall of Very Good. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I, no, he'll make whatever their like ring of honor is or whatever for the Orioles right. for sure. Yeah. But. And then the last one we have here, the Oakland Athletics have submitted their application for relocation to Major League Baseball owner John Fisher told ESPN on Thursday, putting the team one step closer to a future in Las Vegas. The fate of the team now resides in the hands of the MLB's owners. 
It, it will be. Ex- they don't. Yeah, they don't want to go to Oakland ex- anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they just know they can make so much more money. Yeah. Yeah. In Las Vegas. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, it was just it was just taking that official step, and they finally have. So yeah, we will see. Uh, we will see the athletics in Las Vegas. Uh, do, do you think soon. the A's will like actually crank up the payroll now that they're in Vegas, and maybe have like a little more money coming in? Yes. Or are they still going to be stingy as fuck? Yeah, uh, the John Fisher is still the owner, so I don't think anything's changing. <laughs> stingy, stingy as fuck. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're going to move on into some NCAA stuff, uh, but we're going to start off with Robbie has a little uh, game that we're going to play a little segment. So we're going to start off with that. Yeah, so we're going to do our draft of the week, essentially. Um, and the way we're going to do this is in honor of this being the last year that we will have five Power 5 conferences with the death of the Pac-12. Um, we're going to do a five-round draft, and each of us are going to take one team from each conference that we think is going to have the best season. So, for mm. example, if Ryan thinks that Wake Forest is going to have a really good year in the ACC, he can take them as early as he wants, but no one else can take Wake Forest. And we'll kind of keep track of this and see who picked the best team at the end in terms of finishing within their conference. So mm. um, do you guys want me to Valid. randomize an order? Yeah. So um, so just to, I, you basically said this, we do not have to go, like each round is not a specific conference. It's more no, like you, you just go take however you want. want. Yep. All right. We will see. Connor, Robbie, Ryan. Why do I feel like the first pick is going to be um, all SEC teams? Well, it's your, <laughs> it's your pick. So. I know it's my pick. Stupid. Um, Let's see. Who do I think will separate themselves the most? Um, I'm actually. I don't. don't do I, they're going to be really good. Obviously, they're they're obviously going to be really good. Nick Saban's at the helm. I was oh. very very underwhelmed well, by the quarterback play uh, that was under Bryce Young last year. Um, so I, I don't know how confident I am in in that in, in the Crimson Tide. Uh, but I'm going to go with out of the SEC. The Georgia Bulldogs, um, and I, I mean that's it's probably just a, the right pick. It's, yeah, it's got to be the pick, right? My soul to say it's probably the right pick. Yeah, I, I know that it's not not the favorite pick here on the podcast, but I feel like Georgia um, just has a great chance to be great again. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think in the Georgia Bulldogs. I feel like I need to go with a conference favorite because I wouldn't say that Alabama is the conference favorite. There's some people who would tell you that Alabama is not even the favorite in the SEC West right now. That hey. resides in Baton Rouge. I think that's incorrect. Um, <laughs> yes, but. I am going to go to the Atlantic Coast Conference okay? Mm. because it's incredibly weak and incredibly yes. bad. And there's really only two teams that can win the ACC, I think. Mm. That, okay. That's correct. I'm going to go with the with the Clemson Tigers. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Valid. Valid. You don't, think, you don't think Wake Forest has a shot? No, I just threw that name out there because I didn't want Ryan to know I was going to pick Clemson just in case he's going to be for me. So that was that was oh, threw him off the scent a little bit, you know. What, Ryan, what do you think? So I got I got the turn, don't I? A do. little snake snaker here. Yep. Oh man. We're gonna go to the Big Ten. We're gonna take Ohio State. Again. Just because there, I think there's two teams reasonably that can win that conference this year. Mm. And one of them is named Ohio State. Then I'm gonna go down to the Big Twelve. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> And it hurts my fucking soul to pick this you're not, team. You're not gonna do it, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not pick. I'm not picking the fucking the the, the boomer boys, Texas. <laughs> yeah, welcome. We're going with the horns. Welcome. 
Last last season in the Big Twelve, I think they win the conference. Do I think they like really do anything special with that? No, mm-hmm. but I, I I think they're the best most talented team in the conference as long as the, the quarterback stays healthy. They yeah. just recruit well. You know, I, um, I think they do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and take my SEC team because um, I just don't have faith in anyone in the Pac-12. To be completely honest with you, I just I really I don't think it fucking matters because I have no yeah. faith in any of them. Um, and <laughs> I am gonna take the Homer pick. Yeah. I'm going to take the Alabama Crimson Tide. You got to. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Um, I think, honestly, my best value choice here, uh, it's not something that I necessarily believe that will be happen, like, but a lot of people and a lot of experts are telling me that I'm wrong, and I think they have like the third best odds. I'm going to go to the Big Ten Conference, and I'm going to take Michigan. Uh, there's a, They have really good odds right now. A lot of people yep. really like Michigan. Um, so I'm going to go with them, just purely from a, you know an expert perspective there. Not, not mine, but. Um, I'm. I think we're getting into the weeds here, gentlemen. I yeah, now we get into where it's a little bit tough. Oh God, the Pac-12. Do I take a swing at the Pac-12 and see what ha- see what comes take, out on the other side? We're we're in the third round. No one's even touched the Pac-12 yet. I'm touching the Pac-12. I'm touching hey, the Pac-12. Yo, <laughs> <do it. laughs> this is what's gonna happen. This this is what's gonna happen. All right. Paint me a picture. They're going to the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they're gonna win the conference on their way out, and then go come into the Big Twelve. We're going with the Utah Utes as my third round pick oh. from the Pac Twelve. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm a Utah Utes guy. I mean, they beat USC last year. Caleb Williams has got nothing on Utah. Uh, Lincoln uh-huh. Riley's got nothing on Utah. So we're gonna take the Utes there. That the the future Big Twelve team. There you go. I like that pick. I like that pick. I'm trying to decide who I want to go to next. I have a Pac-12 team that I don't think anyone will pick, so I'm kind of holding off on that, mm. to be honest. Um, I'll, I'll go and go go to the the Big Ten because I don't think there's that many really good teams in the Big Ten, and you guys have kind of already taken the top two, so I'm kind of just well, no, actually, oh, you guys have already taken them. I won't take them yet. Um, right. Fuck, where do I want to go? We we are pick. we have all picked like different like conferences, right? Like our three picks. Yes. Of all so I, I've, okay, there's been like much. one one Big Twelve. There's been one Pac-12. Yeah, there's been two Big Ten, there's been two SEC, there's been one ACC. Correct. So yeah, yes. so yeah, because yeah. I need to pick an ACC and a Big Twelve team. Yeah, I've so, only so. taken ACC and SEC. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go. I'm gonna follow Connor up with the Pac-12, and I'm not mm. gonna take the favorite. I'm gonna take a team oh. that I think is gonna be very good this year. They have a really good quarterback who could theoretically win the Heisman Trophy, and his name is not Caleb Williams. Yes. The Washington Huskies and Michael oh. Penix Jr. I think the, I think they're a really sneaky pick this year. I think they're going to be a lot better than people anticipate. The fact that we're letting USC drop to Ryan is actually pretty crazy. Though. Well, it's also interesting because like I think the Pac-12 has a couple um, viable Heisman candidates. I mean, DJ Ulele is also at Oregon State, mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah. there's a lot of Bo viable Heisman. Yeah, Bo Nix. Oh God. <laughs> Bonex train. <laughs> what's what's that music? Oh, it's Bo, it's Bonex Heisman time. <laughs> Ryan and Bonex last year. All right, Ryan, are you uh, are you taking? Uh, yeah, this is my third round. But since there's there's two ACC favorites and only one has been taken, I'm not letting the other one fall to Connor. Yeah. We 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 gotta pick the Knolls. We, yeah, we just have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I'm not super high on them realistically, but they are the second best team. In this in the yep. comp, very weak conference, yeah. Um, so Connor gets to choose between North Carolina and like Louisville. Have fun, oh, <laughs> go, go nuts. 
Um, so now for me, it's picking from conferences that have already had two teams taken. So mm-hmm. this is I'm just mm-hmm. kind of chilling here. I'm either going with the the Pac-12 or I'm going with the Big Twelve with the SEC. No, I picked Texas. Remember? Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. This is true. I'll leave the SEC pick for last. Let's let's take a gander into the Pac-12 here. Mm. Mm. I mean, there's uh, there's an obvious choice, but how there is you trust them. You, you, one could call them the Texas of the West Coast because they're always back, but then they're also somehow at the same time never truly back. Mm. Let's just go with USC, man. Yeah. I, I can't. I, 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 I can't bring myself to actually pick Oregon and Bo Nix. Oregon also like has lost so many players. I was reading in their offensive defensive side of the ball, they've lost like all of their offensive defensive line. I mean, they got a lot of people to replace. Bo might be running for his life for the like first yeah. half of the season. So, we'll go with USC. It's a good safe pick. Valid? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go to the Big 12. Oh no. Go ahead and take my second team there. I mean, I really just don't feel good about any of the them, big, but the Big 12, yeah, I'm, I don't either. I'm going to go to the Little Apple in Manhattan, Kansas. Woo! Take the Kansas State Wildcats just despite Oklahoma. That's really the only reason. Um, but we are, we are going to take K-State, and I want to make Connor pick Oklahoma. So You are the worst person ever. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. So I am – so I've got two picks here. Um, both awful choices from both conferences. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go to the ACC. So we'll build up the suspense to the, to the Big 12 pick. Um, we're going to go to the ACC here. Obviously, as Ryan said, there probably aren't a lot of great choices. Um, I'm going to take a value pick. I'm going to take a little, I'm, I'm going to take two sleepers here in the last two rounds just because I kind of feel like it, uh, just because I don't want this to be too too much of a stereotypical draft here. You know where I'm going? You know where I'm going for this, for this ACC where is, pick? Where is that, Connor? I'm going to Pitt. We're going to Pitt to win okay. the ACC right. conference. A little bit of a sleeper pick there. They're not at the bottom of the conference, but they're, they've kind of been circling around the middle. Uh, obviously, that they, they already took Clemson and Florida State, so my options were kind of limited. Uh, so why not go for something fun here? Why not go for a little bit of a value choice? We're going to go with Pitt uh, to win the um, ACC conference. And now we get to the, the Big 12 conference, my home conference. Uh, I, I attend Oklahoma State University. Um, so for that reason, I adamantly refuse to pick the Sooners. Damn right. Even though that damn, is actually, damn straight. Even though that's probably factually correct. But I will not be picking the uh, the Sooners. I will be picking another team in the Big 12. Will I go with one of the new teams? Oh. Keep in mind there are four new teams in the Big 12 this year. I could take one of them. But I'm not. Uh, because none of them are, are great to be honest. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with a team that always screws us over because I don't really have any basis for it. I'm going to go with Iowa State. Yeah. Gotta I, love the I pick. I don't know why. <laughs> just they always Cyclones. It's a great pick. That's a great go, pick. Go Clones. And great I'm pick. going to uh, the Ames. We're, we're away at Ames. I'm going to that game with the band, so that'll be fun being in Ames nice. for, for a game day experience. So that'll be fun. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I'm going with Iowa State. Um, So I got the Big Ten left. And I just we, – we've already taken two teams from the same division. Um, Taking two teams from the Big Ten East. I just – I can't bring myself – because I think there is a pretty unanimous thing of who the third best team is mm, in the Big yeah. Ten, and they're in the same division as um, 
Ohio State and Michigan. I just can't so bring bad. myself to take them when they're so in the same bad. division. That's really I agree. I, I think that's the right. I think that's the right take. So who do I pick from the dumpster fire <laughs> of the Big Ten West? And we're gonna the the best offensive division in college football, might I add? Well, well, here we here's here's the thing. I'm gonna take the team who I think has the best offense in the Big Ten West. Mm. It sure as hell isn't Iowa. It sure as hell isn't Wisconsin. We're going to go to the Illinois Fighting Illini. And it's sad that they have the best offense, but we got to get weird here, guys. And we got to take someone out of the box. And that's what we're going to go with. And it pains me a little bit, but I'm okay with it. I'd rather those kids get down in the power eye. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Ryan, from Lazarus. Rob's picking teams with plus 5,000 odds to win the Big Ten Championship. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh yeah. Let's get, let's I don't think either. Win. I don't think any team from the West is winning no, the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter who I pick. I just want the team that'll make it there and be the sacrifice yeah, to either Michigan or Ohio State. Fair enough. Ryan, your last pick. Ah, to my home conference of the SEC. Oh, here, here we go. Does he take Georgia's off the board? Bama's off the board. Those are the absolute two no-brainers, and with an eighty. 80- Five to ninety percent certainty; those two teams are what's going to be meeting in Atlanta to decide the SEC mm-hmm. championship. So let's get a little weird here. Who do, who do we got? This this last round has been real fucking weird. This is a little weird. We got potentially. We got LSU. We mm. have Texas A and M. We even have we even have Tennessee. Mm. What about South Carolina? No, dude. Everyone says South Carolina was back Being last there? year. This <laughs> is not back. So, I, Rob, you, you spoiled my thunder. I'm so sorry. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I have, I have no idea who I'm going to go with here. I, I, I agree with Connor's face of the Texas A&M pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. then, no, it's bad. It's bad. Vandy? It's just not good. Just to get really okay, weird. Yeah, let's, let's calm. Let's, let's my bad. My bad. Sorry. I got ahead of myself. We're going with Ole Miss. Hell yeah. Ooh. Hell Toddy. yeah. Toddy. All right. We're going with Good. Ole Miss. They lost a lot. They lost Jonathan Mingo. But this will mm. be Lane's longest coaching tenure. And I think his boys are going to play well for him. He's got a tough schedule. But somehow I think they get to 10 and 2. And the in the in the SEC West could just turn into like a dumpster fire this year. The, the fighting mm. lane's going to. Gonna make a make a stand. Yeah. Huh? yeah, that's correct. See, the problem with me, right? Obviously, I, I went with um, I, Iowa State there at the end. It's like, which should tell you that I, I don't feel confident about uh, Oklahoma State at all this year. But the problem is, like, Oklahoma State has a really easy schedule this year. Like, e- easy. Like, we should have a really easy schedule this year. But I just think we're gonna be not good. <laughs> Very so, bad. Um, yeah, Tough exactly. to see. I mean, we'll probably make a bowl game, seven wins, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, that, it. That's, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are going to go get into some NCAA football or just NCAA um, headlines in general. Thank you for that game, Robbie. That was that was a fun little draft there. Yeah. Uh, Michigan self-imposed a three-game suspension for coach Jim Harbaugh to begin the 2023 season, stemming from alleged violations during the COVID-19 dead period. Harbaugh will miss home games against East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green before making. Wow, it what a list. what a fucking suspension! It'd be a shame if they beat all those teams by I'm forty. Gonna, uh, a hot take: I think they win without Harbaugh. Just, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. just to throw that out. There. So fucking stupid. 
apparently he will return on September 23rd and the Big Ten opener I mean, against Rutgers. They should have just held him out for Rutgers, too. Be like, oh, look, we really, we really <laughs> yeah, got yeah, him, guys. We gave him a game. game. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. <laughs> That was terrible. Why is that impression so good? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not much, honestly. Obviously, to, to talk about there. Um. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> uh, moving on here. Former USC running back Reggie Bush will file a defamation lawsuit against the NCAA on Wednesday, according to his lawyers. "Quote: The lawsuit is based on the NCAA maliciously attacking his character through a completely false." and highly offensive statement that was widely reported in the media and substantially and irreparably damaged his reputation, according to a statement from his law firm. The NCAA statement in question was issued to ESPN along with other media outlets on July 28, 2021, in response to an inquiry about the possibility of Bush having his records and participation restored in light of changes to his name, image, and likeness rules that went into effect earlier that yeah, month. Fuck, fucking get him, Reggie. Fuck those this, assholes. This will be really interesting to watch. Yeah, I'm well, really actually interested to see how this all turns out. Does it, but like, is it not different in his case? Obviously, like the rules have changed now, but in his case, they were not like that, right? But so, but we, but it's it's one of those <laughs> rules that like it's it's the same debate about uh, Pete Rose too, right? Now gambling is fine if the players yeah. still can't gamble, but I mean, you know, like yeah, it's wait. the same, but yeah, yeah, like like everyone knew that these college athletes should have been able to make money off of their own image and likeness. Like that's mm -hmm. that was the dumbest rule, and I think anyone has ever seen. And yeah. So now it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna let him do it now, what's the difference between Reggie Bush doing it then? Like it has no effect on the play on the field at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference, right? You no, know, it's not steroids, it's not gambling on the game that you're playing in and throwing it or whatever else. Like it has no effect on the competition that's happening on the field. Mm -hmm. So why shouldn't he get that back if it's no longer a rule? Yeah. That's a fair point. Uh Robbie's an that's avid the, Reggie that's Bush. That's the correct defender. take. <laughs> That's I'm, the I'm an avid Reggie Bush lover. So, <laughs> uh, lover. moving on. I couldn't think of that huh? opposite of hater as the first word that came to mind. So. Supporter? Fan? <laughs> Anything else? Lover? Got a uh, walking thesaurus over here and he came up with lover. <laughs> uh, mo moving on here. The ACC is again seriously considering the potential additions of Stanford, California, and SMU. Multiple sources told ESPN on Wednesday, a series of meetings will be held this week to further vet and discuss different financial models that would come with the additions. The inclusion of all three schools is being heavily discussed in part because they would come with significant financial concessions from each of the schools. The conversations within the ACC this week revolved around how that additional money would be distributed among conference members. Smew really snuck in there like we wouldn't notice. <laughs> I was going to say, no, what is it, does the ACC have like a cocaine per school quota they have to hit as they need SMU to hit that quota. Like, what the hell? What the hell is that? Is, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, they Jesus. want a little text. They want a little Texas pipeline. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. They want to get some yeah. of that Texas market. Some of the recruiting. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think the ACC makes sense for Stanford and Cal specifically. Um, but it'll be interesting. Obviously, they're just trying to survive. Like a, the ACC Atlantic Coast Conference, spot. and you have Stanford and Cal. They could just become the Coast Conference. Yeah, yeah there you go. Ye old CC. <laughs> uh, moving on here. Uh, this one's actually interesting. The Big Ten said Friday it will make football availability reports mandatory on game days during the 2023 season, making it the only Power Five conference to, an, to actively distribute such reports. Big Ten schools will be required to submit availability reports at least two hours before kickoff to the conference office. Each program's reports will be released on the conference's website and on X, formerly Twitter. If a school doesn't send in its injury report within two hours of the start of the game, it could be disciplined. Excellent. We're not outlining the discipline. 
Yeah, could yeah, then good. could be not will it's be. It's the NCAA. Could, could <laughs> Classic yeah. NCAA. The rules for you and not for me. But I think it's. Uh, I think this one is interesting though. Obviously, yeah. uh, like for I think it'll force scouting. the rest of them to kind of follow suit. Yeah, well. agreed. But obviously, from a coaching perspective, like that changes strategy and like a lot of that stuff. So that's really Bro, interesting. Imagine like Belichick in college football when you have to submit an injury report. You would have no fucking idea who's playing. Oh yeah, week. no, it'd be you have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, gentlemen, uh, to end out the college stuff here, uh, I have some CFP odds for you, real quick. Um, the top, the heavy, heavy favorite is Georgia at plus yeah. two twenty. Uh, Alabama right behind that, or I say right behind them, a little bit behind them at plus 600 at, at the number two spot. So obviously Georgia, the heavy favorite that feels, there. That feels right. Uh, Ohio State at plus 700, Michigan at plus 850, and then rounding out the top five is LSU at plus 1200. So three SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. Where's, where's Illinois? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see Illinois. They're, they're, they're not there. Fuck. Uh, to, to shout out Ryan's uh, Big 12 take, uh, Texas is on the Ooh. list at plus 2,500. They're the highest Big 12 team uh, in terms of the CFP takes. Notre Dame's in there with plus 3,000. Uh, Kansas State's actually uh, down there I with see plus 15,000. Yeah. Um, might, so might throw a bet on that. That'd be crazy. A, a Utah? Why is Utah listed twice? That's weird. <laughs> Utah's listed at plus 6,000 <laughs> and plus 7,000. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, so, yeah, some interesting takes there. Obviously, I mean, the biggest thing to talk about, obviously, is just the the gap between Georgia and Alabama, number one and number two. So, yeah. Georgia has some quarterback questions, though. So, I mean, yeah. I guess Alabama does, too. But yeah, exactly. We, we, we got a lot. I think we're just going to run the fuck out of the ball. Yep. Yeah. I'd be surprised. That's, that's it's just that simple. Yeah. Um, some other headlines going quickly to the world of hockey real quick. Austin Matthews uh, signed a four-year, $53 million contract extension through the 2028 season Wednesday. The new pact begins when Matthews' current five-year deal runs out in July. Um, at $13.25 million per season, Matthew becomes the NHL's highest-paid player in terms of annual value, uh, surpassing Nathan McKinnon, who is averaging $12.6 million in his eight-year contract with the Colorado Avalanche. It's crazy that that's like the highest average yeah, annual value right. in the NHL. That's, that's yeah. wild. Uh, moving on here real quick. Another here we're going over to the world of soccer. Uh, FIFA's disciplinary committee has opened disciplinary proceedings against uh, Luis Rubiales, I believe how you say the president of the Spanish... That. F.A. following his unsolicited kiss on Women's World Cup uh, winner Jenny Hermoso's lips. The football governing body said on Thursday the incident, which happened as uh, Rubiales was presenting the players with their medals after they beat England 1-0 in the final on Sunday, sparked outrage within and outside Spain, with Hermoso saying such acts should never go unpunished through her players' union on Wednesday. Uh, and reportedly yesterday, Spanish Soccer Federation President Luis uh, Rubiales will resign after FIFA opened a disciplinary case against him Thursday for kissing uh, Jenny Hermoso on the lips while celebrating the team's victory in the Women's World Cup final. Good. Get him out. That was in, um, that was let's, awful let's, and Let's take a moment to celebrate Spain winning the World Cup because we didn't yeah, even mention that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. Spain with the Women's us. World Cup. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing. is like This has been the headline, not Spain winning. Yeah. It's been this it's, whole yeah. scandal. It's been so, overshadowed. Right. Um, shout out to them. It was one of those things. I don't think they've had a women's soccer program for very long. So pretty mm-hmm. exciting that they were able to win the World Cup and do all those things. So very, very good for that country. And hopefully that guy just gets thrown out. It's that simple. Yeah. I mean, he's really, yes, he should not be around anymore. So no. good that he's uh, resigning and, and getting out of there. Uh, moving on here, uh, Lionel Messi um, doing doing pretty well uh, in MLS. He inspired, inspired a, a thrilling comeback to help Inter Miami overcome a 2-0 deficit and beat FC Cincinnati on penalty to reach the final of the U.S. Open I Cup. I can't believe you didn't go. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. 
I the tickets were like three hundred dollars each. Yeah, valid. But it was a it was a hell of a game. They were probably like it was probably the best game in like the last couple months that he's played in. Like FC Cincinnati's actually like really good, and it took all that Inter Miami had to beat him. So it took all that Messi. (laughs) Messi was like, "All right, I'll start trying now and score two goals." Inter Miami's like still in last place in the table. Yeah. 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 He just wanted. He just wanted to be the best, you know. I mean, he, he could go anywhere in the MLS and be the best player, but he just wanted to you know, really be the best player. The very best. He wants to be the best player to yeah. be able to go hang out in South Beach. That's that's yeah, that's, yeah that's a fair point actually. Uh, yeah, he doesn't care. He's got his money. He's got his World Cup wins. He's uh, he's he's big chilling. Oh yeah, big um, chilling. We're going to move on to this last one. This is a, this is a bit of a TikTok game, and actually one that I've always uh, liked. I've seen this game before on on various YouTube channels. Gentlemen, do you know what wavelength is? Yes. I have. You have yes. seen it. I'm I am, t- I'm I am hip with it. the kids. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a, a very popular board game. I'm, I'm happy that it's getting more popular through TikTok and stuff. Uh, but but let's. I think we should play it. I think we should play a little bit of Wavelength. Um, we can make it sports related. Like we could just ask like sports questions. But I was gonna leave it up yeah, to you guys. Fuck you guys it, whatever. Just play. Yep. Okay. Play whatever. Um, who wants to? Who wants to go first? I think this is your idea. You go first, Connor. I think it's. I and and how are the best? How is it going to be the best way for people that are listening and seeing for them to know what the, like numbers are? So I'm going to close my eyes, and then one of you is going to hold up a number to the other one, and then you like, nod listen, your head. But, really. but, but if Spotify, you're yeah. just take your headset off for like a second. Well, you you can just hold. All right, <laughs> or just mute mute us. Can Can you hear us? Okay, um, we're gonna. I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a uh, seven. seven. Siete. Did you did you explain the rules of the game? Should should we do that? Yes. <laughs> so basically, uh, t- t- two guys are going to pick a number. Uh, it's going to be number one through ten, and then I'm going to ask them questions uh, related something like, uh, "Give me a food," and then they're going to say a food that would correlate with that number. Um, so if they like Robbie loves pizza, and I say, "Give me a food," and the number is ten, he would say pizza, for example. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go so with like that. ten's the highest, one's the lowest. So do you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to ask us each two questions? I feel like two yeah. questions is not yeah. enough. So four questions yeah, yeah. total. Ask us each yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. Robbie, I'm, I'm gonna make it a little sports related here, here and there. Robbie, give me an NFL quarterback that associates with something. NFL quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I'm getting seven or eight vibes from that. Excellent. Um, we're going to Ryan. Give me a, give me a candy. I'm going with Kit Kat. Okay, I feel like that pushed it to eight. To be honest, all right, Robbie, Don't give me a fast. We didn't even draft Kit Kat in our candy draft, Connor. Never <laughs> <No>. forget. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Robbie, give me a fast food chain. McDonald's. Ryan, give me an NBA player. It's got to be a good one. Mm. Go Indeed. Bam Adebayo. I'm either a seven or an eight, and I feel like Robbie's a big McDonald's guy. So my official ga- my official guess is going to be eight. It was it was seven. You were oh, really kidding me. <laughs> I thought you really liked McDonald's. Damn it! I, I do. But like, there's many fast food places I would take over McDonald's. Pain. Yeah, I thought Ryan also really liked Kit Kat, so I was like, I think it might be. Damn it! 
was was the uh, Bam was, good. was Bam decent for seven? Yeah, Bam actually I was, dropped I was me down. Say, I was gonna say you could have gone Chris Middleton. Oh yeah, no, no, Bam was Bam was right. I was just like the Kit Kat and McDonald's threw me off. I thought those would be higher. All right, all right. Are we each going once? Is that how we're gonna do this? Yeah, yeah. All right, should I go next? Yes. Okay. All right, Connor. What we got? I'm thinking like four. Okay. Okay. A little. All right. Quattro action. Yeah. Let's go to Connor first. Mm. Oh God, I'm Connor, give me give me a soda. Starry. Okay, that, b- below five. I feel like, I feel like what five. did you say? I didn't even catch Starry? that. Starry. What the fuck is be, that? It's the new. Yeah, it's the new Sierra oh. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not up to um, <laughs> the times with you, newfangled kids. <laughs> Ryan, the, the whole rebranding campaign. Ryan, give me an SEC college town. It's mm. a good question. That's a good question. We'll go, with Lex- we'll go with Lexington. That that feels towards towards a little bit lower. I feel like I feel like I'm at like a four or five. Mm. Um, Connor, give me an NFL wide receiver. I want to go with um, S- Sterling Shepard. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm, I'm still thinking right, right, just below or at five. I need a good question for Ryan here to really, really settle mm-hmm. in. Um, Ryan, give me an Overwatch uh, character. <laughs> nice, Life Weaver. That pushes me a little bit higher. Um. We're going to go right at five, fellas. It was four. It was four. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn, we went one on better. The life we were I know. I know. So like, that pushed me up a little bit. I was at four. I didn't know who to put for four for you. I don't yeah. know. Who, I could have just said Genji and you would have like gone yeah. lower. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Um, for a second, I thought Ryan was like a big starry guy. Because <laughs> starry was, Ryan was like, what? <laughs> was like, How uh, dare you? <laughs> All, right. All right. It's Ryan's turn. Let's go. Okay. We'll go to Robbie first on this one. Uh, give me a, a deli lunch meat. Ooh. That's a hell of a Thank you. I've been yeah, thinking yeah. about this. <laughs> These all might be food, by the way. As well. <laughs> <laughs> These all um, might just be a food round. Spam. Spam. <laughs> Right, I mean, we're instantly thinking sub five. I, mm. You know, we, we need a little bit more, a little bit more questions. We'll we'll flip this over to Connor. Connor, mm. give me a buffalo wing sauce. Mild. Okay. I really know where I'm sitting after the mild comment. I, I, I spam. I was sitting like at a three or a four. Uh, mild bumps me up a little bit because I am a kind of you know a mild fan, but we're still sub five. So Rob, give me a domestic beer. Oh, hmm. um, anything from the Sam Adams variety pack. <laughs> it's reactions out of your answers. So we're sub three. I mean, we're at this point. We are we are sub three and tanking quickly. Uh, I really. Cadillac's doing so. All right, I need a really good question here for Connor. Mm. To knock us into the uh, to really settle us down, Connor, give me a breakfast cereal. Raisin Bran. 
Oh, okay. So we are either at a two or a one. I mean, we're really here here at the bottom of the barrel. And I just and I feel like I'm the one who's gonna get the one, so I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> we're all been one of us. And we all like were between the numbers that we said too. Like we were there. We have to go again. We have Connor to go. Connor threw Connor threw with the wing comment. No, Miles is know. not that I would have said like, no, no. I would have said no sauce. Like, like you like no sauce. I didn't think we could do that. That's what I was literally thinking no sauce, I but I, said he no said buffalo. I, honestly, I didn't know what lunch meat to put lower. I don't dislike yeah, no, any spam, lunch spam meat is a good answer. I like didn't know what to say for lunch meat. Yeah, I know the Sam Adams writing pack. I knew immediately had to be a two or one. The funny thing is like if I drank those now, I'd probably enjoy them. But when I had them freshman year of college, I did not oh. enjoy them. So that, that was an insider joke that put me down at like one yeah, or two. I, I knew that I, would get you. I do not think that mild is actually a two. I just couldn't think of another buffalo sauce. I told him to go no like, sauce. That, like, uh, I but I, I, I thought you, you were asking for a sauce. And you so I was like, like no sauce, uh, not cooked. <laughs> like, just not cooked. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I might have said like sweet and sour just because I don't like sweet and sour and I really don't think it goes with like chicken wings. See, I was going to say like, but I, I think that Ryan likes it. Or like, I don't like, like mango. So like a mango habanero, no. like I don't like mango. So you should have said like salt and vinegar wings. All right. Who wants to sign us up? Um, I can for myself and Connor and Ryan. Thank you for listening. Um, and please gamble responsibly. See you. <laughs>